John. John's the first to be eliminated, child. <laughs> he was not long for this game. So, but my thing is, <laughs> notice how this man hopped away. He was like hopping away <laughs> after he said he was eliminated. And I'm like, you yeah, can just run this yeah. Like a BB moment, which is like a beautiful black moment. Did we get any of those in this episode? Black. We have a chaotic five moment of the chaotic five moment. Yeah. And you're watching Black by Reality. Black by Maddie. And those who love us. Hello, you're watching or listening to the Black by Reality podcast, a place for Black by Baddies and those who love us. I'm your host, Nicole Weaver, and I'm an entertainment journalist covering reality TV currently on Collider. Today, I'm talking to Sabaya Broderick of Survivor 45 about the first three episodes of The Traitors. Who do you think gets murdered next? Leave your answer in the comments below. I also have some other things to talk about first, so family meeting. This is your reminder that I will be back to cover Love is Blind season six with Quita Tinsley, and hopefully we'll get some cast interviews. Next, we're going to do Couples to Thruple, also in February, where non-monogamous couples are seeking their third. Should be very juicy. So please, follow on your podcast apps, subscribe on YouTube so you don't miss a thing, follow us across all socials black by reality that's another great way to stay updated and i also try to keep it fresh with some more inspiring things for our community and that's it for now on to our traders recap with sabaya and spoiler warning for the first three episodes obviously i am here with sabaya broderick um was known as a truck driver on Survivor 45 and is currently an aviation logistics specialist in the Marine Corps. We are going to be talking about the traitors. Sabaya, how are you doing? Oh, I'm doing amazing, Nicole. Thank you so, so much for having me. Traitors is actually one of my new favorite shows, so I'm excited to get into it and talk about it. It's so good. It's like a mix of just, if you're into reality competition shows, it's just a mix of everything and then the reality shows that aren't competitions at all so right (laughs) right it's really interesting like I love seeing I mean this season we get Phaedra on there you know we have uh Wilder uh Deontay yeah I was kind of like crazy but I love how emotionally vulnerable he is and everything like that honestly I love that like any guy that's like so masculine you know and then he just has this very very soft side now I don't know if that's part of his game which it would be brilliant if it was to just kind of like soften himself but I'm loving it it's great tv so far yeah I'm loving it too we'll we'll eventually get there but I, I this is my introduction to him so We're going to do this recap going um, episode by episode for the first episode. Mm -hmm. We see this huge round table. We got our cast sitting there. Alan coming. As usual, he's going to go around and pick the traitors. Who are you hoping was going to get that tap on the shoulder? Sandra, Sandra, every time he went past her, I was just like, please, because we've all, (laughs) we've all seen Sandra as a villain before Mm -hmm. on TV multiple times. We know she's a straight shooter. We know she doesn't care whose feelings she hurts and stuff like that. I mean, she's the queen. 
So yep. it would have been awesome to see her in that role and just like really be able to kind of like get to it because mm. you know it's not going to be an issue for her, you know, and the strategy is always going with her. So I was kind of a little bit disappointed, but you know, they made up for it later on in the episode with um, some of the twists. So yeah. Yeah, yeah. And I think from season one, we learned people can later become traitors and, right. and all of that. So it's definitely not ruled out. I, I, I always think of what producers are thinking. And I'm like, I'm sure they want Sandra too. But they wanted, I think, one big strategist and maybe someone unexpected and Dan Giesling, just like big brother people. Do you right. watch do you watch Big Brother? I have watched a couple of seasons of Big Brother. I'm a Survivor, like, diehard. So I've seen every episode of Survivor. My family were huge, amazing race people as well. But mm-hmm. I never really got into Big Brother past, like, when I was younger. So I was, when, like, they were still, like, the real world cast and stuff. Like, I know Johnny Bananas and everybody like that, but in CT. Um, so seeing their faces, I was like, okay, like, I remember these guys. Um, yeah. yeah. And like Big Brother, but um, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, like it's, it's, yeah, it's very interesting because when you talk about like CT and everything, it's like yeah, this is like such legacy people. It almost feels yeah. like oh, it makes it makes all the time you've spent watching reality TV well, actually worth something. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, there's so many personalities and everybody has a story. Like you have to know past seasons to I mean it's I keep saying Survivor because that's really like the, my my favorite thing but it's it works the same way like you have a heroes versus villains season like let's mm-hmm. say if you didn't watch everybody's origin story you don't know why they're a hero or a villain you know yeah. so it works kind of like that in this show and I'm really I'm really really excited about that like, even Sheree like if you didn't watch you know any type of housewives show you have no idea who she is Let's so talk about it's, Phaedra. If you don't know okay. what Phaedra's known right. for, like, um, so I'm a writer for Collider, and before, okay. when when the cast was released, I actually wrote a whole article of, like, a housewife should be a traitor, but I used Phaedra's picture very specifically, because wow. I'm like, she gives that. She just yes. gives it. So let's, let's um, talk about what happens during okay. the ceremony. So Larsa, Larsa immediately claims afterwards that she heard Alan stop next to Parvati, so Mm -hmm. she might be a traitor. Parvati was not having it. Right. (laughs) (laughs) To comfort comfort Parvati is bold. Like, I I was shocked. Like, I was like, no, she did. She must not know who she's talking to. You know what I mean? But that's that was the crazy. beauty of it, right? Yeah. Like, these housewives don't care. They don't right. have reference for these people. So that's it's like, true. <laughs> right, but in my mind, I'm like, yeah, a Black Widow, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, it's crazy to me to come for her. And as far as, like, any type of strategy, like, you want her on your side. You don't want her against you, you know? But, mm-hmm. hey. <laughs> Hey, it makes good TV when there's someone who's going to do it. Next, Janelle, she Mm. thinks that John Burko's breathing changed during this election, so she could be a traitor. He kind of messed himself up, too, because he fumbled a little bit, and then he said he had asthma, just as, like, you know, like, kind of like, I wouldn't call it a 40-inch slip, but, you know, when someone puts you on the spot, it's like, oh, like, hands up, don't shoot, and he's just like, I have asthma, but I was like, when he was like five, six years old, so it's like, man, what are you, what are you doing? 
it's like, yeah, I was like, what is ever going expect, on? Okay. You don't ever expect to like have to defend your breathing, but like this right. is where we're at. So, so I guess seriously, that's hilarious. Uh, my partner Jordan was just like, I mean, he's just old. Like we were both crazy. <laughs> That's what I'm thinking. I'm like, they just put this hanky over his face. You know, it's been, we don't know how long, you know, his production, of course, skips a bunch of time when you're on show. So we don't know how long his mouth had to be covered genuinely for him to, you know, get enough good takes going around the table. Um, So I felt like that was kind of like a low blow. But hey, if you have a gut feeling, I feel like in this show, it's better to just get it out there just so, you know, it's not on you. But yeah. Yeah, I wouldn't have said anything about his breathing. Uh, yeah, I wouldn't have either. Yeah. Um, so we find out our actual traders are Dan and Phaedra. Yeah. What yeah. were your thoughts? Well, one, their little moment where they took off their hoods, mm-hmm. it was perfect. Because honestly, I feel like out of the entire cast, they are the most like under-the-radar yeah. type of players. Even Phaedra, being who she is, it's like she is a lawyer, right? So it's like, um, I mean, having like the ability to be perceived in one way but be another way is her career. So mm-hmm. I, I'm super. I was super interested to see her do her thing. And then Dan, like he's just, he looks like any guy that would pass you on on the street. You know, there's not really anything. It's kind of like a gray man aspect that he has to just be able to just kind of like blend in. to the walls of the house so he really wasn't on anybody's radar I feel like the thing that ended up highlighting him was that he wasn't on anybody's radar so that's interesting yeah he has happy though he has to be a little bit more social he he was gagged though like I think he was (laughs) gagged when it was Phaedra he was like I had no clue and her just being like yes honey oh my god she's like welcome to the secret circle i love all of her little like uh what is like her little phrases that she's like making up as she goes she's really getting into it and Mm -hmm. honestly like you can't you can't have a really great cast without people that are just gonna like go for it you know i feel like she's doing a really good job yeah housewives are known for their tagline so it's not very surprising that she's bringing it in that way so our first mission the cast has to add $40,000 $40,000 to the prize pot or can they had to get they they another change is that there's shields right. and things that they can find to save themselves I Love like that. the change because the shields in season one came so late mm-hmm. and then it was random not earned and right it so, just seemed like but in the first season it seemed like it was a little bit too much on productions like privy to you know kind of like you know navigate the 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 storyline of the season but um with this it's kind of like a hidden immunity idol you know like Mm -hmm. it's not really hidden but Mm -hmm. you know you have the opportunity to get that you know cloak of safety for one night so I loved that like aspect of it and it also shows like kind of like the human uh aspect of this game because it's like one it's like clue meets (laughs) <laughs> mafia meets you know you don't know where you are they're in the middle of ireland or scotland or wherever they are it's like man like this is insane you can only imagine how much anxiety there is behind going into these challenges and then mm-hmm. being told oh you can save yourself like 
it's huge. It's huge. I felt the same way when I was looking for my idol. It's like, hey, man, if there's a chance, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I don't know what these guys consider a threat. It's best to just have the safety on me. Yeah. 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 And there's, and it's good when, like, there's also risk to it. Like, you have to do that yeah. in front of everyone. I know that we watch Katora look for those idols. She got caught every single time. It's hard. <laughs> it's so hard because, I mean, if you're on a strand, if you're stranded on an island and it's just yeah. six y'all. I mean, it, you're counting people all day, just subconsciously, just mm-hmm. more for like a safety thing, you know, but also for like, you know, oh, we're, I haven't spoke to this. You'll notice like, oh, I haven't yep. spoke to, you know, Caleb in a couple hours. Like, what's going on with that guy? Because you miss them in your mind. You're like, okay, we're, we're our own little family, our own little unit. But it also is kind of like you're keeping tabs without even trying to. So mm-hmm. the islands aren't that big. And, you know, there's not really much you can be doing that takes that much time. So, exactly. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. So, they have to untie themselves at the beginning of this mission into a boat, search for these puzzle pieces, have to work together to put them all together. Um, mm-hmm. Banana, he, he doesn't wait for John, the politician who's gray, to sit down in the boat. He pushes it and makes this man fall. And I was like, bananas. But why is John in Banana's boat to begin with? You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> can, we get, can we get into that? Because, I mean, there's just kind of like, okay, when you're going into challenges, you got to know what your strengths are and what your yeah. weaknesses are. John yeah. should have stayed himself on the beach to go look for the little bottle and everything yep. like that. So him being in that situation, I feel like that was kind of on him. You know, like, yes. I know I'm not a puzzle person. So, like, you see me on puzzles, I suck. I don't want to be in that part of the, the game. You know, I want to yeah. be lifting heavy stuff, running and stuff like that, where I'm strong. Yeah. Where I'm strong. So, mm, you know, like, Johnny Bananas is the challenge guy. You yeah. know, like, known for just obliterating people on national TV. So you had to know that there was going to be a little torque on that boat. Like, <laughs> you had to know it. I don't think John knew. I don't think John did anything. <laughs> he only one. <laughs> but I feel you. That's exactly. But we like, didn't have good TV. So right. thank so goodness I, for that. That man is fantastic TV. The actor, <laughs> the, the freaking, just everything about him, the quirkiness, like it's, Perfect. Honestly, like great casting. <laughs> Top Absolutely. tier. Now Janelle, Janelle unties herself. Everyone else was like, "Oh, we got a strategy. We're gonna be tying each other." Janelle said, "Forget everyone else in the club. I'm going for the shield <laughs> first, and then I'll come back." Dramatic too. Like she was like, I mean, gone. like gone, gone with the wind. I I loved it. Honestly, um, that would have been my game plan too. She's okay. a very athletic, people know that she's a threat in general, strategic-wise. Mm-hmm. Like, people, she's on the radar. Even yep. without the S.H.I.E.L.D. situation, I feel like she still would have been on everybody's radar just because she's a strong woman and she's proved herself on TV before. So mm-hmm. I'm not mad at that decision. I'm not. No, no not at all. Um, Bergy was the last to get untied. I think it's Phaedra and Sheree who was trying to um, help baby out. I believe it might have been Sandra. Oh, Sandra? Okay. Yeah, okay. I think it was Sandra that was helping him out with Phaedra. 
Which, yeah. I mean, they don't want to do any work in the challenge anyway. You know, Sandra is like, she's like notorious for sitting out. She, they yeah. literally call it the Sandra sit out bench or whatever. So with yeah. challenges, she knows where her strengths are. So that might've even been part of her strategy. It's like, okay, I'm just going to make sure everyone's tied out or uh, mm-hmm. untied rather, instead of overexerting myself in this challenge. Um, and that was when she was like super young. So like, she's been on yeah. TV, it's been 20 years, you know, yeah. damn near. So um, I wasn't mad at that, but yeah, Bergy, man. I felt so bad. <laughs> Deep Negro sigh for Bergie. So sad. I was just like, guy, like he looks, he looks more rambunctious. You know what I mean? Like, like a rope wouldn't hold him down. You know, yeah. but it. He couldn't figure it out. He couldn't <laughs> figure it out. <laughs> well, don't worry. He redeems himself later. So I, yeah, I was gonna say that. I was gonna. Yeah. Say that. We're so, proud of you, Berg. Bergie listens. <laughs> As Phaser calls him. I loved that. (laughs) Uh, He definitely, so in the end, you know, Dante and CJ, they leave their boats. They go for a shield. Um, What did you think of this mission and how everyone played it? I thought it was pretty hard. I'm not going to lie. Like, um, there's multiple different, you know, things that could be a hindrance for them completing it. Um, mm-hmm. Having to get everybody back on shore after they've been all treading water for who knows how long. Um, yeah, it was that cold. was it's cold, right? It, can we talk about that for a second? Because mm-hmm. I was in Fiji, so the water is always warm, you know. But mm-hmm. where they are, it's not. I mean, I've done deployments to Norway, like it's freezing. Yeah, um, on that side of the world, just like being at the top and like up on the islands and stuff like that. Because Norway has its own islands off the shore and stuff like that too. So uh, I wouldn't get in that water um, mm-hmm. for safety, but. That was a hard challenge for just regular people that aren't really trying to survive and all that stuff. Yeah. <laughs> I, mean, I was really impressed with the difficulty for it to be a first challenge, you know. So they did well. I was surprised. Yeah. I yeah. agree. They cut it close on the time because when Alan was like, you have to get back on land. I was like, excuse me. Girl. <laughs> Girl, I was like. Oh, they had to get back. Like, I thought that somebody from the land could have just, you know, hit the little right. thing, but everybody back on the shore, that's intense. So much. Intense. <sighs> but they did it. They got through yeah. it. Now, back to our traders. They have right. to pick a third one. Dan says he wants to work with Janelle on property. Mm-hmm. So, there's that. And, <laughs> and yeah, so, wh- who did you want to get picked? Mm-hmm. At I was kind of hoping they would pick like CT or oh, Johnny yeah. honestly mm-hmm. uh, just to like keep a strength component and have like a big shield they ended mm-hmm. up going with Parv which I understood that and Dan actually corroborated what I was thinking it's like okay because they are so cloak and dagger they need mm-hmm. somebody that's a little bit higher above the radar just in case they're discovered. It's like, oh, it was poverty the whole time. She's high profile. We can still, you know, be gator out, gabler alligators and like, you know, hang yeah. underneath. So I liked the strategic, you know, pick. Um, do I feel like Parv is that dumb to be high profile in a game like this? And do I feel like it could potentially backfire on them because she's so smart? Yes. Um, but that's a conversation, you know, for maybe another episode. Yeah. <laughs> right. So, I mean, 
every episode recap, we try to do a beautiful black moment or a chaos wow. high moment. Yeah. Do we have any of that for episode one before we head into episode two? Uh, beautiful black moment. For episode one, I think Phaedra gets my beautiful black moment of just okay. her, just her like being like, yeah, Dan. Yeah. <laughs> he shook. Be shook, Dan. So I, I loved it. It was confident. Because right. um, right. I think just how you were saying of like, oh, my God, someone comes for poverty and they just don't care. I feel like anyone else who was familiar with Dan from Big Brother would have been gagged. They would have probably they would have been gagged over him. They'd be like, oh, my God, I get to I get to work with him. But instead, right. it seemed like Dan was like shook. He working with, with right. <laughs> He's actually doing well because he had no clue like right no i mean it's no it's no surprise to us but you know i'm glad that he got to have that moment for sure totally